Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser Classique, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! My name's Alaska, what's yours? I am Willow. It's early in the morning, but she's still got the notes. She's still got the rage. We'll sound check with it. She's got the rage. Uh, Could they do some sweetening, Melodyne, on that? We Melodyne our entire episode, so just so it all just is completely in the key of C-sharp. Very sharp. Uh, Very sharp. Your your key seems very sharp right now. (laughs) Sharp. (laughs) It's sharp. No surge, no sill, no no shade. Uh, so last week we had the, uh, we went to the dog bar. Bring it to the dog park. Dog <laughs> this park. This is your favorite part of Drag Race. Uh, dressing the girls in demeaning, ill-fitting costumes. <laughs> At the bitch ball. You know, I never did try on the dog. Co- we didn't did end get up the using to it. Slip myself into that luxurious <laughs> polyester costume. We didn't end up using it for cats. Uh, uh but... I'm excited about it. I love this shit. You put the right belt with it and anything can really work for drag. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to wear fur in drag. Girl. It's so hot. Who wants to wear a, a... No, not me. Here, put this scarf on in drag. It's made of fur. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I already have a wig on keeping like 80% of my body heat in. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, uh, we have moved on, and now this week, it's a very special, 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 special RuPaul Rewind. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only RuPaul. And we have Michelle Visage dressed as RuPaul, lip-syncing the beginning. This is the beginning! Tits up to her chin. She looks great. Yeah. It's a little unclear who she is and what is going on when you first watch it. Playing in Mother's Things. If you... (laughs) She got her up in the gig. If you... If you were the casual observer, you would not understand what was going on. Because yeah. it, it even took me a second to be like, oh, that's Michelle dressed as RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, You know, they needed to fill up all the time. Why not use songs they had the <laughs> license fill, to? They filled up the time. And then, uh, then, and then RuPaul comes in. Is that when she slaps her? Yeah. yeah. She says, are you making... Fun of me, Michelle. Playing in my things, pretending to be me. (laughs) And then she slaps her, which we always love a good RuPaul bitch slap. Some drag queens can be so touchy. Oh, is it? It's Grease. Some, well, some drag queens can be. Oh, I thought it was Mommy Dearest. Oh, okay. Uh, the Rizzo line when Rizzo leaves um, after Sandra D is uh, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody's yes. somethings. Maybe it's both. It's classic gay camp. Yeah. Um, done by two of the best. How wonderfully camp. <laughs> How delightfully camp. Uh, I didn't get the Grease thing. I thought it was Mommy Dearest, but you're totally right. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally uh, 
a um, Grease reference. The first segment is just like the chock full of like, hey, we have the we have these casting tapes of these boogers. Do you want to see them? <laughs> booger, <laughs> the boogerino boots. Would you like to see the booger boots? <laughs> Do their little no. booger parade oh, yeah. <laughs> before they were on the show. Right. <laughs> now, before we even do that, I, I saw Magnolia. I was oh yeah she was yeah, there she swordfish couple girls about <laughs> swordfish I have to say I was a little like can we just skip this fucking recap shit Why? it's I, enjoyable well then watching it I was like oh there's some there's gems. so many good nuggets Sharon's and gems just in a here. diamond in the rough on it so good yes perfect there's there's a lot of new footage, stuff we haven't seen, and it's actually a really great episode. I saw you with some of the longest bangs and the heaviest powder in a picture with Sharon on the casting special, too. You were on the casting special. And they show you oh, in this segment. Oh, we're, like, making out on Skype. Yeah, but then they show a picture of you with real long bangs, too. Oh, because I was... It looked do- like a Just Dance illusion. I was doing Lady Bunny. Oh, like Just Lady Dance. Bunny I love that Lady Bunny and Lady Gaga, same face chart. <laughs> yeah, <sometimes. right>. yeah. <laughs> right. Similar. Oh, they need to get uh, Lady Bunny as a, the house bunny. H-A-U-S bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the collab of life. I'm using Lariat <laughs> lip gloss on my ass. <laughs> this punk liner has scabs. <laughs> I drew a heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did in the old days when Parks came. Um, Magnolia Crawford is very uh, confident when in her audition tape. She says, why do you want me? Um, look at me. And I was like, oh, they got her. I mean, she got on. Perseverance. Yes. Off. It took a little while, but she eventually made it. A lot of the queens we're seeing on here, uh, we see Mrs. Kasha Davis. Mm-hmm. We see Jocelyn Fox. This is actually a shower curtain, and it has lots of uses. You know she wore that when she did Survivor with her two girlfriends in New Jersey. Who has this? Boots in Asbury Park it? down. Yeah. <laughs> we see all the divas. Uh, Willem, you're dressed as Smurfette. I'm I'm blue, head to toe, and that was that was done in the dressing room. We did the Heather's video. Wait, where? Or the hotel room? Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh. how I knew about that location. Oh, I love that location. Yeah, so cute, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heather's. How delightfully camp. Thank you. And they have to throw in this speech of Fifi's audition tape where oh, she's wow. like, foretelling. You guys, this is. What does she say? She's like, we just, we have to all be sit. She's also doing this like very um, high voice. Her, her phone voice, her fish voice. <laughs> Trade voice. <laughs> Quiet voice. Yeah. <laughs> we just really have to all be sisters and. Um, we have to be friends and we have to have each other's backs. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I do know. <laughs> your phone case is so cute. Matches your whole Rose gold. That's a Courtney outfit. <laughs> it matches Courtney's everything. Everything. Oh. I... Well, maybe that's what she meant by being sisters. Was stealing wigs. <laughs> <laughs> or you reappropriating wigs, not stealing. You asked for the side-by-side. The side-by-side of Fifi and Kenya does exist. The dress is clearly different. Is that a Race Chaser pod on Instagram? Oh, where you follow the dolls? That's the same wig. It's same, the same unit. It's the same. Same. That's the. That's the, yeah. The naked eye says that's the same unit. Whether they both brought it or whether or mm. whether they, one of them brought it. One of them brought it home. <laughs> <laughs> one of the wigs did make its way into my suitcase. Yeah. Was it the purple one? Uh, I don't know. There were there were some wigs, uh. and some of them may have made it into my suitcase. Uh, Rue announces the slang section of a show she's calling the world premiere of Shit My Girls Say, which would make an amazing uh, World of Wonder web series. I, th- I would just love, I would watch to see all the girls' catchphrases put to a beat. Very, um, it was very compelling. Very Joelipus. What was your favorite shit so and so says video? Because that's what that's referenced to. Remember, like, shit. White girls oh. say shit. Italian moms say. Oh right! Shit. You remember that moment? I did one of them. I think. I think this was my favorite one. <laughs> I think it's really funny. It was entertaining. I watched it twice. Yeah. It is really funny. So the the no shit the no tea no shade it gets a huge portion of this. And I had a couple in there. I had cheesecake. I was yelling with the girls. Uh, nurse. Nurse. 
Nurse. Oh, nurse. Nurses my, help people. My mom's a nurse and we watched it last night on the couch and she's like, I loved it when you said that. And she patted oh, my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, re- reading jiggles for filth. Post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic. <laughs> I love LaShawn's soundbite with the post-apocalyptic. Uh-huh. That was a fun inclusion. Uh, the way the fuck are my tits. Uh-huh. The way the fuck are my tits, Joella Puss mix. Complete. Eat it. Eat it, eat it. That went like at least five, six times. Latrice yeah. was uh, the anchor of the whole piece for sure. Yeah, definitely. No surge, no sill, no, no shade. shade. Classic line. No Tino Shade. This was the birth of No Tino Shade. And I, I still don't fully understand well, No Tino Shade. I, I understand how we use it, but to if you dissect it, it the, means no tea, no shade. So for me, tea is the truth. Okay. Like I'm gonna tell you. So no truth. Um. And I'm not trying to offend you. So I'm lying to you, and I'm trying to not offend you. Yeah. Is that what it means? I think it's just it's a basic breakdown. Like I'm breaking. You're trying to break it down for the person in some way and Mm -hmm. tell them the truth. I think and not offend them. So like you're not trying to be shady, but here's the tea. Here's the truth. But I don't know why it's no. Then it should be like all tea, no shade. Really, which is all tea, no shade. Which is when we got to season five, we sort of dissected it and started saying all tea, all y'all shade. Were like, y'all were like trying to dissect every drag thing. No of dr- course, no drugs to do, so y'all get party, party talky. <laughs> like let's dissect everything. <laughs> <laughs> we can't stay up so at night. We'll talk about something. Yeah, so we Through started saying all tea, all shade, <laughs> which is also like I'm going to tell you the complete truth, and I'm completely <laughs> trying to you. read you at the same yeah. time. Down boots up. Do you think it's like um, uh, Dipper's chiming in using her microphone? <laughs> That's one. Yes, I'm are, just kidding. Do, do you think it is? Um, you know, tea often means like gossip. I think so. Yeah. You think it's like I'm not trying to be like catty or gossipy or whatever. Yeah. Oh, what's the tea? So it's T E A. I think it's I like think a little. That. Yeah. Oh. I think that's right. Oh. So like, not trying to be messy, but here's the truth. I want to see the receipts. <laughs> We need the oldest drag queen alive to write in and tell us because she probably heard it before anybody else. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Ask Princess Yandra or somebody. Right. <laughs> or maybe Bun Bun. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jasmine Masters took this <laughs> at one step further and said, yeah. no tea, no shade, no, no pink, pink lemonade. lemonade. Yes. That's the one. Bitch, I think she needs a show selling pink lemonade on the side of the street outside of World of Wonder because I would go over every afternoon. <laughs> I, I would live I stream. I would watch it live streamed. Just her pouring lemonade, reading people. <laughs> Put that in the World of Wonder window. I've given them two good ideas today. I hope to see. What's the other one? Uh, the other one was something else. Um, oh, a, a show of a YouTube show of just all their girls' quotes. Like oh, I know a mix a mix show that would be sickening. I love that. Get on it, Petey. <laughs> um, I'm taking off my blouse. Oh, take up. You want to be a star, Coco? Right, take your blouse <laughs> off. <laughs> it's very warm here in the Silmar uh, location. Uh, it was a little bit of a commute, but mm-hmm. it's actually where that's very scenic out here. Yeah, we took a zip line. And actually, uh, we appreciate the condors who have moved in. And they've actually made this their home. And since they are endangered and protected, Mm -hmm. we are now no longer able to demolish this building because it is their home. Historic preservation site. We're registered. Yeah, we are. We're a chain. We're a chain. <laughs> um, my one of my favorite things that Chad tells Fifi, he tells her right out. She's like, "You've got all that venom inside you," and she's like, we "You think to, I'm evil?" We need. And and then, and then we get the the villain edit of life that they give Fifi with every little thing, every cut and eye, every little. Well, talking to Jiggly, <laughs> saying things of something makes you happy. Food makes you happy, right? And it's like that's it was a little bullying. A little, but also funny. Yeah, but no, Fe- it wasn't funny. F- the food makes you happy. That's the lowest hanging f- uh, fat joke. And someone who was fat, if someone made that joke to me, uh-uh. Fuck you. You And they had just met. I was like, how? Did- I thought they had known each other years, by the way. Fifi was ridiculing her. And I was like, this has gone beyond reading because it's not funny. But I guess it was to some. Every Humor is uh, subjective. <laughs> 
Sometimes. Meanwhile, I host a show called Beatdown. Wow, never mind. I'll shut up. Well, sometimes when you cut out the laughter after somebody says something yeah. mean, it can sound meaner. It can turn. And I that happened a lot with Courtney. Jocelyn and Courtney. Like, she was like, I would say some cunty thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would all laugh about it because it's funny. And, yeah. like, that's how drag queens act. So, like, I saw this super cut of Fifi being the devil. Uh-huh. But I was like... She's kind of just talking like drag queens. Like, we say really horrible shit to each other. I mean, other. but did you see Fifi in the Snatch Game? She wasn't funny in that. So a lot of the reads weren't funny, I didn't think. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it was fierce drag, like, reads. Yes. And I'm like, oh, just calling her fat? Like, put a spin on it. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh... Jiggly's a spinner. Well, I will say this. Uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, our new sound cue. Dun dun dun. Welcome to the stage. Up, uh, do. We recorded that um, <laughs> underwater in a basement. Wearing house labs, matte lip crayons. Yes. Using a. Um, we were using a, a gramophone uh-huh. recorder. It was not a digital recorder. So that's <laughs> the, the, why the quality of the. Up, uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back. This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. The Divas of Song. And the Divas um, rejoiced in this episode, too, this recap episode. They do. We do love to just, we love to sing. It's something we do a lot. And probably a lot they can't show because it's we're just singing like, well, we're singing copyrighted music. But yes, vulgar, too. Vulgar. That's that's this workroom, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Milan has one of the funniest songs. 
He was saying it uh, after one of his mini <laughs> after one of the mini challenges that we did where it was like quick oh drag. His his I think it was the padding challenge. He had on a bi level like salt and pepper wig, oh, um, a, a blouse, just a button down short sleeve blouse at one point, and then sweatpants pulled up. And she sings sings cover girl. Why y'all bass look like chalk? <laughs> um, Crunchy toes, busted pose. You can't, can't walk. walk now. Walk. walk. Don't walk. <laughs> now walk. Don't walk. <laughs> and it and we would just sing it throughout the season and it was it brought so much joy to the workroom. Just song brings joy to any room. So like whenever a girl picks up something, Jesus is a biscuit, Latrice would just yeah. yell that out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah. And it would just make the whole room better, you know? Completely. Um Sharon would always be singing stuff for sure. Don't share your needles mm. with sharing needles. You'll get the <coughs> or the butt, butt flu. flu. They let butt flu on there. Yeah. 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 That's Sharon you're... offensive. Uh... <laughs> that... <laughs> it's HIV or AIDS. It's a slang for that. And they let that through. No, but a... no, it... butt flu is definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Jesus is a biscuit. <laughs> See how it picks up the room. Let him sop you up. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is sopping it up, Mom? I don't even understand. Who what is that? Jiggly and Phoebe both didn't know what that was. Why are you not? Jiggly didn't know what that I mean, I knew what that was. Yeah, you go with a biscuit. Yeah. Everybody knows that. You clean the plate. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and Dita's like, bitch, I know what that fucking I is. So- I know what that I can sh- sop. I can sop, sop with the best of them. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Oh, the next segment is called Not Safe for the Workroom. I know that you're uh, featured heavily in this, and this is basically just nudity throughout the workroom. Assorted nudity. I'm, yeah. I'm heavily um, featured. Of and, course. Yeah. Um, and who else did they have? They had Fifi's hot dog. They had her dog trying to hump her. <laughs> her hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> her dog was hot for her. <laughs> um, they show basically everybody Sharon like, in a naked or men's international or... bikini. Well, international male. Yeah, it was very that. Yeah, Definitely. she had to pull all the way up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, boy underwear is tucking pants. Just pull it up and tie a knot. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, I somehow explained what Rick Santorum with Santorum. Yeah. Well, I don't remember how that got in there, but um. The the Santorum is a frothy mix of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes a byproduct of anal sex. Oh. I don't know why I felt the need to explain that. It might have been the Dan Savage episode. Uh-huh. Wait, you weren't there. Wow. Is that a weed? <laughs> did you do the shade okay, I good. did. <laughs> That's so upsetting. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why that would have come up. Maybe it was foreshadowing. Hmm. <laughs> Foreskin shadowing. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so you were explaining what Santorum is, which is pretty cool. And I'm being a provoking asshole right behind Milan. I'm like, why'd you take your wig off while she's cleaning a mirror, wiping away? I think Kenya's message. I was like, why is it wig wars? Why is everyone taking their wigs off? And she was right there. But like they, you made, were bringing up the conversation. They made us ask stuff like talking points, and they they knew that I'd said it in interview, so they had me say it again. And I was like, I felt like such an asshole, but I did it. Screen time. But it was a valuable conversation to yeah. everyone. Yeah, people were wondering why couldn't you keep your wig on? And I was just like, I was shocked because when she took her sequin dress off, like it, it came off without ruining it came off the without, wig. Her hair was still perfect. It. She had a cute little like black lingerie set under it. And I was like, why you, you don't, don't, no, no, no. I, in my head, I remember going, why is she taking off her wig? And yeah. then LaQueer took off her wig. And yeah. I was like, LaQueer didn't even have a pin in it, I thought. That sucker whipped right off. Yeah. Milan pulled. And I was like, ow, so many pins. Yeah. Because it was a blunt ben and Betty Page. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought. And she looked gorgeous. Yeah. I, and she was like, well, I had to get the hair out of my face because I wanted them to see my lips. I was like, you had and a bang. Said, well, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to be uh trying to be I should have been judicious. like, girl, you had a blunt bang. Uh, blunt cut. <laughs> that was a that was a, a Megan. You had a Megan. <laughs> and then Chad was pump. like Chad was like, Well, when I do it, I'm it's all staying on, bitch. <laughs> I just yeah, for sure. I mean we had been told keep your wigs on, girls. 
Yeah. Yeah. For certain instances, it works. Mm-hmm. Sasha Valor, for instance. Oh, oh, that was a yeah. wig reveal that, that was, was worth it. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. <laughs> Went with a story. Also had a surprise underneath. Shay said as soon as she saw those rose petals, she knew she lost. I can imagine. Yeah. That's, yeah. The death knell. Mm-hmm. You're like, sure. okay, let me finish a song. Maybe they'll tip. <laughs> 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 that was that Fuck. for sure. Fuck. <laughs> Just looking around your own outfit for like, what do I, I do? have any? Should, do I, I take sh- my wig off? Do I have anything in here? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can I buck? God damn it. <laughs> uh, the memorable flashback of the queens who walked before us comes uh, at this point in the show. And uh, we start with Shangela once again. So, do you know Shangela and Latrice are tied for the most seasons having had appeared on Drag Race as a contestant or a featured? I think Shangela and Latrice mm-hmm. because they were all they were all on four seasons. Shangela was on two, three, two, three, four, and then the Christmas special. No, right. two, oh, and All Stars. Mm-hmm. Latrice was on uh, four, uh, five as the recapper. Um, with me and Sharon, we recapped. Sharon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Five, uh, All Stars one, uh, All Stars uh, seventeen and a half. Mm-hmm. Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So both five. I'm a journalist. How many times have I been on? Many, many times. Many, many times. Doesn't casting I special mean, count for anything? It does. <laughs> it does. But I don't think anybody has you beat for wins, though. I think you're the. Can we get some journalism well, out in the field? I think you've won the most challenges for sure. I don't know. Ben de la Creme. Ooh. Oh, yeah. She won, I think, five yeah. on All Stars. Did she win a cruise? I won a goddamn cruise! <laughs> uh, so, Shangela is the first out, up and out, and uh, Holly Lou gets said 37 times, I counted. We love. In a 14-second clip. Um, they this, ha- uh, okay. Is that so, a fly swatter on your head? This, or are you just having to see me? This is basically the section where they just show everybody in order going home. The dolls dipping and running. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, Madame LaQueer had a roller coaster ride on the show. Winner of a challenge, mm-hmm. but always picked and left the comp- picked last picked and left the competition wearing all green. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they give you a real downer. Mine was Willem's rare combination of sexy and funny make her the queen to beat. But when Rue discovered the off-screen Willem violated show rules, she got the heave ho home. She called me a ho. Wow. Are you proud of that? She called you a he. Are you (laughs) (laughs) proud? Oh, he he ho. (laughs) Oh, he ho. New merch, he ho. (laughs) You he hoing? I think that's the classiest. Yeah. Latisse's curves and swerves. Latisse? Latisse? There was an eyelash product on the show? Lattice. Lattice. Uh, lattice night. But <laughs> I like the lattice work on Ooh, your dress. Is, is this wooden lattice work or a PVC <laughs> lattice? Um, <laughs> the judges love Latisse's curves and swerves, uh. and her sitcom challenge made catchphrases for the ages, but her bitch ball sent her packing. Yeah. Whoa. These are, gr- these are good little sound bites. I wonder who wrote these. <laughs> I had to write these on the plane last night, like this. Middle seat? No, I was on the aisle, but or in the window, but it was so tight that. Who put I, you scrolls up on a window? I left the window because I could lean. Oh, yeah, I prefer it. Me on a laptop trying to type next mm-hmm. to a human that doesn't work, so I was like this. It's comical, yes. Hunting and pecking yeah. to get the album. Wow, <laughs> hunting and pecking. Good drag name, Hunt, Hunter. Yeah. Hunter pack. Hunter pack. <laughs> Um, All my queens are sickening. No. Go to newnownext.com <laughs> and vote for Miss Congeniality. Yeah. At that point in the show, I will. I'm gunning for you, honey. I hope you win it. I didn't, I didn't think I was a contender. Congeniality is not something the women in my family aspire to. <laughs> What is this from Screen Rant? RuPaul's Drag Race Queens with the most maxi challenge wins ranked. Well, how'd I do? Ben won, right? Um, are we are we adding up um, traditional season? It, yeah, it, it. Oh wait, there's ten. So the number ten is a tie with Latrice and somebody. Well, let's just go to the top. Yeah. And Bibi Zahara. Bebe. Katya. Shangela. Ooh, 
Six I'm wins. in fourth place. I'm though. sorry. I'm six wins. Manila. Oh, Manila. Seven, seven. wins. Ben, ben Cream, seven, seven wins, wins tied. Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Trinity did oh, slay all stars for season, remember? Yeah. Remember those looks? She did. Looks mm-hmm. on looks. Looks on looks. There are a lot of ties happening, though, in the later all star seasons. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to see the receipts. Screenrant.com. <laughs> this That's next... screenrant.com <laughs> slash right. drag. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, We're gonna take a break. Do do? Bye bye. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh. Girl, you've got pejoratives. Now, this next segment is really fun because they talk about all the guest judges who have come through. It's like all the fun stuff that didn't really make the cut but was yeah. funny or cute. And so the much runways. funny stuff. And we had some good judges. And I think this is the first season that Ross appeared. Yes. And he's now a permanent judge. Yes. We had Billy B. Elivra. Elivra. <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> oh, wow. Elivra. Wynonna Judd, Lucian Pione, Nicole Sullivan. Uh, uh, Rose McGowan was there. Jennifer Love. Hewitt. <laughs> Hewitt. <laughs> John Saley was making jokes about Bronx prostitutes being expensive. Too expensive. Ooh, too pricey. <laughs> Gotta go to Brooklyn. Um, Regina King was there reading my ass. Max Muchnick. Dan Savage, Amber Riley. Such a good roundup of judges, for sure. And Billy B, who's there often, she had some snarky remarks that they showed. Turn the page and you read it. We're going to put it on Race Chaser Pod, too, but Billy B says, if you add up everything that Michelle is wearing, it's (laughs) $22.97, including her tits. (laughs) Just to Nicole Sullivan, who's one of the funniest people from Mad TV, and she cackles. It's just such a great read. and Not even two, Michelle, no. though. Just literally whispering it <laughs> to the judge next Soto. to him. Yeah, for sure. Soto. Is that how you say that? It's always play directions. Yes. Yeah. What? So- What's stage? <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Soto. I think you it's know, a, like, in, Latin. In a stage direction in a play. Uh-huh. Like Soto Voce means like. Your soft voice. Oh, wow. Stage whispering. Yeah, Yeah. so your phone voice. (laughs) (laughs) If you add up everything. Uh, I like the the, uh, heroin joke that uh, Natalie Cole and Sharon joke, Sharon shared. Oh, my God. I know, that's dark. I think I was there for that. (laughs) And I just remember thinking, like, they just made a needle joke with her name. Because it's only, Sharon has this way of, I don't know, disarming. Well, Natalie Cole was really, like, cool and, like, hip, too. Yes. And Sharon pushes right up to the line Mm -hmm. where whatever line is yours line Bangles of like her toe over it she, doesn't touch the other no, side she yes. she said to natalie cole <laughs> all in the past right miss cole what <laughs> about needle a using. former heroin user who came out on people magazine had the whole recovery story and everything damn yeah. balls go for sharon needles it, it do take nerve it do take nerve nerve it do um <laughs> and uh, we now, see matthew Pamela, um, I heard you bumped your head earlier. How is your head? Pamela takes a second and she said, haven't had any complaints yet. She got it. So if she got it, every yeah. girl should get it. I agree. If, if you don't know that, you have no business on a stage or having a camera on you. That is basic 101. Yeah. Pamela's a sharp whip. Yeah. she's She was so much fun. She was probably one of my favorite judges for sure. There's also a moment where Matthew is doing RuPaul's hair and RuPaul's like, oh. Careful, don't bump my colostomy bag. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And she said, I'm going to need some energy on this panel. I need five gerbils. (laughs) 
it's like and that's what she probably said to get people up before they rolled it you know like yeah. she was she was always trying to keep the set light and like perky when it was time to roll she wanted everybody like let's do this well oil machine yeah light and perky one take yeah yeah and he's really funny he loves the dirty joke too like don't be fooled Mm-mm. Don't be fooled by the gender F word. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. So to help me rate the Rasha Shah in counting down the top 10 fits, fits and, and fashions, fashions, it's Chanel. Chanel. I wear costumes. Pandora Box. Raspberries. And Mariah. I thought the judging was interesting. <laughs> This is fun. It's always fun to bring back the divas and the dolls. They get to sit in the chair and be on the other side. Especially when the the divas or the dolls are assigned to look. They're like, oh, yeah, this is gold. This is great. Would you wear it? No. Which is what Chanel does to um, Milan's outfit, her disco harem chic. Oh, now... Oh, I love it. It just it catches the wind when she spins. I just love it. Oh, would you wear this look? No. no. But it's great on her. <laughs> uh, Jiggly has her one shoulder metallic look and Mariah just looks at it unblinkingly says, gray jello never looks so good. Mm-hmm. And it's just the read. Mariah really shines in this section for sure. Major, major salute on Mariah. She did. We live. Um, Latisse in the <laughs> one shoulder sparkly blue gown. This was a very beautiful mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Fifi uh, is in her post apocalyptic, uh, we don't need another Shiro look. Uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm, which I thought was going to win. That was a good look. Uh, Dita had her gold bustier when she had to call that locksmith when she lip synced. Every day is leg day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Chad has his, uh, uh, like gothic, very Tudors, Florence and the Machine. Florence Henderson and the Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have uh, this uh, this double used look next. The Nicki Minaj, Pretty mm. in Pink classic doll. Yes. Uh, sh- they show Sharon's plastic surgery moment. The girls really like this, that she can take something weird and gross and make it chic and glamorous. She always did. Yes. And then you have me, I guess, oh, it's a fit. Or it's sickening. I was sick. So maybe that's why it's a sickening fits of fashion. And Mariah says, it's obvious that somebody still has her gag reflex. She is a disgrace to blonde trash everywhere. She did. She said that. She, and you, uh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) not wrong. (laughs) So funny. Not wrong, gal. We love Mariah's commentary. I am here for this at all times. But who could be number one? <gasps> I don't know. Who Rue, could it be? If I may. Oh my gosh. It's not just one look. It's 11, 11. Time, timeless looks. Timeless. Roll tape. They are really good. And then there's this dumb bit where Pandora says, roll tape, which was cute. A cute way to send it off. But mm-hmm. then they show a clip of, of the zombies. Of the zombies this- eating Shangela again, yelling hallelujah. And then they cut back to Pandora and she says, I'm going to get fired. Roll the yeah. other tape. <laughs> so dumb. I was like, did you really need that extra five seconds? They had to fill in time. It was a reach. I was offended. Comedy was lacking. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Pandora's fault, but uh, they all picked their favorite looks. What was your favorite look of the season, do you think? Oh, my goodness. Uh, do we count her finale gown? Because her red finale gown that year was sick. They wanted, yes. us all, they wanted us all in black because they knew she was in red. It there were so many. I love the green ones. emerald, the the one she sent me home in. That one, the I never oh, seen a yeah. shoulder in that. It was still it was wide, but it still had that nipped waist. So it was like real. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so fucking many. I love them all. Um, I love Mariah. It was uh, every girl Chanel. Pandora and Mariah were all assigned a girl to say, whose team are you? Are you team? Just for the send off of the show. And Mariah's is so carefully worded. Uh, Mariah says, I want Fifi to win. <laughs> she seems to have the the hunger. Is that it? <laughs> the, fire. The, hun- the fire. Something. Yeah. Hungry fires. She does have hungry fires. Hungry fire. For sure. For sure. Um, so the top three are... Listed, Fifi is a Chicago showgirl and a feisty firecracker with a will to win. Mm-hmm. Hunger and ambitious, she always brings her A-game. 
Okay. Right, and they show her as like being saucy and fighting in the workroom, of course. They show a judge saying, they show Regina King, who hated me, saying, if we were to do this right now, you would be the winner. You would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, I mean, she did do really great. That episode was great. She, she looked beautiful, that teal dress. Yeah. It was the first time like she was using, like I think, her legs as her advantage without hose, too. Yeah. She was a woman. Yeah. Updo's, natural side. Deep woman. Yeah. Slick back. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Leave out. Uh-huh, the leave, the out leave out. She had to leave out for sure. <laughs> um, Chad's package is uh, is just like the classic. Like she could, she she should win. It was great. She was everything she needed to be. She was perfect. It's all share references in this in this roundup. She does share. She does everybody, but she does. She's she yeah. very much does share. And then we have Sharon Needles, oh, the freaky underdog, uh, who the like, girls underestimated. She didn't hit it off with the girls initially. It says, right. <laughs> but Sharon soon went over the judges with her edges aesthetic. Her but... edge, she had her edges, I guess. <laughs> the judges were impressed with her edges. Oh, but... edgy. edgy. Sorry. Edgy. Oh my god. But she was plagued by her nagging guilt over her boyfriend back home. Oh, wow. Guilt. That's me. That was the only thing that could have kept her from the crown. It was me. It was mine. It was mine. (laughs) It was always me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She showed the judges she could diversify her style of drag. And then they showed the one picture of her in that um, (laughs) ugly side part wig from the uh, dog park day, day park realness. The hard front. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like that, though. <laughs> Hardest front. Hardest of fronts. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I didn't. I thought Sharon was going to win for sure. I think her package was the most well-rounded. Well, to speak to that, though, mm-hmm. we we saw the social media numbers. I mean, it was very much like it was Sharon was like a landslide ahead mm-hmm. of everybody else. But we still kind of were like well it's she's probably not going to like because there was never a figure like her on drag race before mm-hmm. she was not particularly polished or expensive or anything like that and so she she did not fully believe that she had it in the bag at any point until it was wow uh, yeah. I, when she walked in in that geometric Jeffrey Mack witch outfit for finale crowning too, I was like, "That tiara is going to look so great on that hat, Sharon." Yeah, because I thought it was. And then she changed her outfit again. Did she wear that for crowning? I think so. And Did I she? think she put the crown over the hat. It yeah, looks so good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but there was no up leading up to this. We did not, you know, we didn't think that she had it in the bag at all. Hmm. Okay. Did you have you ever tried on the crown? Fuck no. I didn't want it in the fucking house. Because it's like there's that superstition about if you put on the crown of a pageant that you didn't win, like you put on someone else's crown, then you're like cursed to never win. It's not real because Violet Chachki took pictures in Sharon's stolen crown and then won like a couple years later. She did. But... I was very superstitious. I didn't touch it. I didn't want to be around it. I didn't look at it. It was not prominently displayed. We kept it in a box and closet. Wow. Yeah. Like like all those memories. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this we're going to take a break and then get back to the most important part of this episode. The most important. Yeah. <laughs> It's time for Latitudes with Latrice. Large and in charge, chunky, yet funky. The legend and icon herself, Latrice, motherfucking Royale! Um, I'm excited to talk about your upcoming project, AJ and the Queen. Oh my goodness. Creative consulting producer. That's me. Actress. That's me. Future guest Emmy nominee. I hope so. That's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. How did that opportunity come about? Um, RuPaul asked me. How nice. Uh, you know, I mean, um, we were filming the Christmas special mm-hmm. and I got pulled out of filming and um, 
um, Theron actually asked me, he was like, Rue wanted to know if what you were doing this, da 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 dates. And I was like, I'm trying to get married. Because it was during my marriage. Like, I was getting married that month. Yeah. And they wanted the month of September. I was like, uh, um, Mary, I'm, look, look. <laughs> now, I just gave y'all August. <laughs> June and July and August. Now you want September too, bitch? Um, but it was one of those opportunities where, you know, when Michael Patrick King calls you, you answer. Yeah. And so he did, and I did, and we did, and we made it work. So um, I'm glad I did it because it was amazing. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. Definitely di- something different and um, new for me. Uh, it was a completely organic experience. Um, not very um, orthodox for the way that Hollywood works. We don't, they don't usually right that way in the writer's room. You know? Yeah, no. Um, to have your voice in there? Yeah, and so it was pretty cool. And, like, I can't wait to see all my stories come to life, you know what I mean? Because well, I told a lot of stories. You're the first person in the trailer that people can hear. Yes, right? Yeah. And, know, and know that it's me. It's yeah. so great. Um, I'm thrilled just by watching the trailer, but just to, uh, just to see it, like, on TV. Anytime drags on TV, it's so important. It's so important. on it first <laughs> now you know that the recap episode is really just about stretching time and mm-hmm. selling ad space so we about, are about feeding suit. a family of four with a serving of one exactly They're stretching that meal so we are following suit and actually this happened very organically and i was texting jiggly to confirm this thing she said on this episode and she was like can i be on the show can i can i call in tomorrow she listens She's a listener, and now she's going to be our on-the-phone guest in a little segment we call um, Justifications with Jiggly. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's a J word? I love it. No, that's it. (laughs) Jiggly justified. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) And Christina Aguilera stripped art with her hands (laughs) off. Good afternoon. Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> thank you. I texted you last night. As Will you I send was... us roses? Oh, how many roses? <laughs> White roses. I seem to have misspelled roses. For some reason, I put a dollar sign instead of an S. So sorry about that typo. <laughs> uh, no, I texted. Y'all are some assholes. It should be roses or a gift. No, she she likes daddies. I was I was texting you last night because I was watching the RuPaul Rewind, and uh-huh. there's this really quick scene where, in passing, you say something, and I and I couldn't quite catch what it was. Oh, yeah, but it was really funny, and it was like catchphrases that came out of the season, and I texted you to find out what it was, and it is. No sill, no surge, no shade. No sill, no no surge, no no shade. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Miss Caliente, for that contribution. (laughs) I love you. What does that come? What is that? Where does that come from? Okay, truthfully, I got that from Laomi Maldonado. Oh, word. Love. So she used to say it in the ballroom scene, and then I heard it in the dressing room. (laughs) And I just kind of like, I was like, well, I don't have any of that, so I can say that too. Word. Yeah. I worked with you at Escolita. (laughs) Remember I had pizza in my bra for Carmen's birthday? You what? (laughs) Never mind. Escolita. Escolita. Carmen had her birthday there. And we oh all. Oh my god! Yeah, that was fun. We can't talk about that because of what Sharon did. What? What happened? Oh, when she was RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The crazy part is the Sharon's fucking impersonations are so spot on. Sometimes that I'm like, how? How is this possible? Jiggly, I, I have a question. On season four, why did you think it was a good idea to make your first outfit from the apocalyptic thing basically a kitchen junk drawer with some aluminum foil? I always I... wondered. It started off as like I wanted to make it look like Heather Rat. I really ah, like okay. idea. Very Heather Rat, very Sancho Pay. <laughs> and then I just kept adding shit and then nobody stopped me. So I was like, okay, keep going. <laughs> I was hand stitching my couture in the corner. I was like, I had eight more, I had three more hours to go. So I was like, well, I gotta wait for my fucking interview time. So I'm gonna keep adding. Work. <laughs> 
I think when the severed leg got attached to it, I think that's when it was too far. But I liked it. Uh, oh my god, I can't. I I don't. I remember exactly what I told Michelle down. But all I know is like when Michelle tried to clock me for the sneakers, I was like, look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live through the apocalypse. I'm not going to fucking do it in here. Right? Exactly. You got to run. They're zombies. How am I going to run? Nobody can run in here. So I was like, whatever. Bye. I defended your flats. I went to the map for your flats. And I but will continue to do I so. Brand new, um, what do you call those shoes? Like those fucking pleasers or whatever the hell they were. Oh, yeah. They those red entrance ones that you were pumping in. And they literally left me the only blister on my left foot. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what was your... How did your life change from season four? Because I, I, I think season four was really like a turning point in the history of the show and in the history of like RuPaul's Drag Race as a phenomenon. Thank you. How did it change your life personally? It, um, it's opened so many doors. That's the main. I can, as much as like I'm always like, oh my god, I look like such a dumbass on the show. <laughs> It opened so many doors for me. It like, you know, I, I'm the one of the very few queens that can honestly say, I have been part of two Emmy nominated, Emmy winning shows that are now <laughs> That's like, true. That's so, T. They're like I'm like I'm I was on Drag Race and now I'm on Pose. Those are the two huge ass, like, that's a huge door that Drag Race opened for me. Yeah, totally. I've been able to go international. I was able to pay for my teeth in cash. Yes, bitch, I oh, love you. Hi. Paying for her work <laughs> with the coin. <laughs> <laughs> get, me a, get me a gig. I need my uppers done, daddy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even need to get, like, I didn't need to go back and escort anymore. I had like, a girl. Yeah, God bless. No, no, I do took the ad down. I'm not making as much as I used to. I don't need to start a second dick again, do I? Oh my God, I have a question. Uh sure. did you ever find your tits? <laughs> Where are my fucking tits? <laughs> okay, so you need to tell us the tea because about Phoebe the tits didn't remember. She's like, I we asked if you if you if she hid your tits, and she said, um, I don't. I don't remember, but where were your fucking tits? Sharon tells me that Fifi hid my titties. <laughs> okay. D- was that ever, like, proven? <laughs> Fifi says she does not remember and she does not think she did that. I asked Dita. Dita <laughs> did not remember who hid my titties. Dita said the only part she remembers is when I found them underneath all my shit. Ah. Uh... Okay. You hid right. your titties, Fair bitch. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm low-key thinking that, like, because I remember we did the, the, what do you call this? The fucking... Um, the wet t-shirt contest, and all of our titties were drying in our pads. The what? All The wet t-shirt contest. That was wet t-shirt contest episode. Yeah. Yeah, and all of our pads oh. were wet. Latrice, Latrice was uh, squishing. <laughs> squishing down the runway. Squishing down the <laughs> runway for 400 rounds. All the girls that were padded were still like, all their pads were still soaking wet. Yeah, it was like uh, Logan at, at the Pines every afternoon in July. <laughs> Logan at the pool show, basically, as soon as like mid show, it's like squish, 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 yeah, with everybody. Yeah, but I don't pad, so that wasn't my situation. My no surge, no still, no shade. The way they were. Uh. Look, I had more problems than the fucking like missing my titties in that episode. Okay, my fucking tuck tape like popping off, girl. And I hate that Willem is the one to call me and be like, "Did you see that?" This I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then she was like, "You didn't see it." I was like, "No, I did. I wasn't at my viewing party." And then I saw it. Wasn't even booked for her own viewing part. No. Damn. At the later episode, it was already blurred. On the next, um, oh. when they aired it at midnight, it already got blurred. Because it got clocked by a lot of people, I guess. Someone went, hmm. Someone I was like, oh, there shit. was a ponytail in there the crowd. Is, there is candy outside of the jar. There's candy on the floor. 
<laughs> okay, but we gotta be honest on why that happened. Welcome why? to the ball yeah. pit. I, okay, so how that happened is we ended up breaking for lunch right after the critiques. Okay, yes. Yeah. I decided to eat. Of course. I got. I had to go to the bathroom right before we go to the fucking main stage. Mm-hmm. Did not remember to put my fucking tucking tape in my um, Ziploc bag. Oh, oh, and Chanel didn't have your tape. Oh, so you couldn't reapply. When Chanel couldn't go. Remember, we had that rule that we We weren't back allowed in. back in the workroom after we left. So we had to take everything so we needed for the whole afternoon. If it's not in your Ziploc, you're, you're like, touch if you're up. not, if you're your touch up stuff, I forgot it. So I literally tucked it back and taped it back with a prayer. Hoping I wasn't gonna be at the bottom because I, I was like, oh, with a rip with a shirt that had a stain and a hole. There's no way I'm going to really be clocked with it. See, fuck. you should have had the cover up on then or the boat to cover it up. I was like, oh my god. And then I had to lip sync and I was like, fuck my life. Of course, it has to be fucking against Milan who dances her ass off. So I couldn't just pooch and walk around. Yeah, yeah, that was a good lip sync. That was really good. We had some good ass lip syncs that season. Yeah, Latrice and Dita, um, the this uh, Jiggly and Milan served it. Milan and Kenya, were you there for the Milan and Kenya one? That was good. Yeah, I was literally like on the other side going, "Oh shit!" When Milan started with her head on like <laughs> upside floor, down, she bitch. Girl, she said, "Hold bye. on, we'll be on the floor." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." And she's literally like looking at Rue like, yeah, bitch, I know the words. And I was like, oh, bitch. Wow. <laughs> bitch, you turned but it. Kenya was like, no, I'm I'm going for this. And I was like, yeah, Kenya fought, bitch. So when can, when can we see you on the next season of Pose? What's your next uh, gig on there? I'm waiting to hear what happens on the third season because they said that a lot of things are going to change. So I smell like, a spinoff, oh. darling. Uh-huh. I smell a spinoff. What's, I would hope so. What's your character's I mean, name on the show? Veronica. 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 Of the House of Ferocity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we love I you so much. You told me that I could finally say that to people. I was like, shut up. Wait, and what'd I'm you like, say? Oh it I'm sounds like, like you have five dicks in your mouth. What'd you say? <laughs> I said that it's crazy that when I asked you on our show, on our season... You look really familiar, Ma. And <laughs> you must own a television. When you told me that I could finally say that to people, I was like, uh-huh. holy shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's tea. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for uh thank you for coming on uh Race Chaser Jiggly Caliente. I love you. I love you guys. Um like well um and like I don't ever I one thing I never really got to tell you was when we worked together on, on episode two mm-hmm. and the wrestling challenge, mm-hmm. and the way you, it changed my mind about you because on the first episode, I was like, oh, she's so snobby. I can't uh-huh. feel her. And then when I got to work with you and realized why you are the way you are, it's not because you're bragging, <laughs> but it's because you're just really proud of all the work that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So she's. I'm like, there's a reason to your like. There's a like. There's a method to your madness. We were and good I, too. That wrestling challenge. We were really good. We were not. We were doing perfect. I was like, yo, what's the name? Was not so bad because like if she would just gotten a little bit more rah rah. Princess was like, and it's also one thing I will have to say. I am so proud that our season has the most trans women from the show. That's T. We have LaShawn, Kenya, and me. It That's is so T. That's three things. We have three trans girls on our show. That's T. Yeah. Work, Jiggles. I love you. Bye, Jiggles. We love you I so love much. You Bye. Oh, thank you so much again oh. to Jiggly Caliente, our on-the-phone guest today. What a salute. salute, salute. Deep salute. She continues to, uh, I mean, she is the Emmy touch. Mm. I mean, if she's may- on the show, they she's, win Emmys. She's the lowest common denominator for that. You should filter down. It's Jiggly. It is. Yeah. 
Uh, we love you, Jigs. Yeah, and we love you for listening to Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. But wait, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not man, done yet. We didn't talk about. We didn't talk about the most vital, important part of this episode. Now, there are certain things when you oh. think. There are certain things when you think about Drag Race, <laughs> and you know, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, but there are certain things when you think about Drag Race, and you can't exclude them from the overall narrative. Okay. Without changing the entire trajectory of the course. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm, of course, talking about the crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> the Michelle Massage wow. inside of a crystal ball. And we're not to, we're not talking about an after hours party. No. no. An actual crystal uh, ball dressed up as a, as a as fortune a teller. Yeah. yeah. I, the, how did, okay. Who wrote this? <laughs> Because the other little quips about the girls are so cute. Now this, it sounds like someone wrote it and then Michelle went, okay, but I'll put my spin on it. Here are my justifications, okay? Yeah. With Jiggly? Jiggly justifications. These are my justifications. I think with this episode, they were sort of dipping into the pot of like the RuPaul talk show from VH1, like, from the 90s because they used to do skits a lot sure and it was her and michelle so i think they were like referencing that like the whole michelle dressed up as rupaul thing was a thing they did on vh1's show okay so i think they probably did this crystal ball thing maybe i don't know if you can weigh in on this listeners anybody watching it in the 90s it was just supposed to be light-hearted camp froth not really vital and important. Not really giving us any new information. Well, you know what? They looked great. Well, they, also Michelle was in drag that day, so they were like, "We might as well let's do another look. Yeah. Change your hair. Put a scarf on your head. And then you're yeah. gonna say some stuff. Just look in camera. No, you don't need to wear your shoes. Your feet won't show. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna bang this out. Last shot of the day. Take the corset off. Yeah. Like easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the. Also, the information isn't even true. Like the the, if it was an actual reading of their like astrological signs, those aren't their astrological signs. Oh, like she's like Sharon is a uh, is a Scorpio rising or something. And uh, wait, Drag Race had something that Sharon's wasn't not. true broadcast. What? <laughs> It could have been really cool if they actually did, like, an analysis of, like, mm-hmm. oh, Sharon's a Sagittarius, so that means... That could have actually been yeah, something. That would have been cool. <laughs> did they not check their birthdays? They're like, no, nah, we don't need their birthdays. Listen, let's disseminate yeah. um, misinformation. No, before, don't you Dipper just gestured at us wildly. Like, I just saw a messy man. Now, before we close out this episode, I have to take a moment to talk about RuPaul's look. Oh, so good. So gorgeous. Just uh, uh, a coral lid with a purple smoky eye. Mm-hmm. And sitting in the chair. Seated. The corsetry, the shape is just cartoonish. Uh, and the hair is this honey blonde it's more like casual. It's more like, oh, I'm just like. Oh, I just brushed is, out I, this roller set. I haven't right. even put any spray on it yet. Right, exactly. Very Sleeping Beauty brushing her hair. So soft and bouncy. And I think, now call me crazy, I think they did a little zhuzhing midday of this hair because I think it was flatter at the beginning. And I think they just did a tiny little boost of it. You know how that is. Girl, every girl wants a boost. It's like if you got, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to the beginning, I think the hair is actually flatter. Maybe they did the Michelle stuff and she got up and moved a little bit. Right. My hair's always- Every girl wants her hair to be bigger at all times. There's no reality where maybe I'm just on glue. Maybe it's not this scene, but it's Are you when just she's trying first to sitting critique down. RuPaul or something. No, I'm not critiquing. <laughs> I'm I just joking. I think that Matthew got in there a little bit. She got in there and said, "Here, hold the front." No, go forward, forward, forward. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely flatter. It's not as big. 
I think they just. I think Matthew just got in there a little bit, like midday. Maybe mm-hmm. they started the day with all these seated talking heads, and then they. And this is literally the first shot of the day because it's the intro. I feel like right. too that that hair is definitely smaller and not picked out as much. It got looser so. throughout the day. Yeah, that's my hand pressing play on that little. Uh, that's my old house. tape player. Oh, they show us lip syncing to RuPaul's <laughs> song, and I'm doing the wrong song. And wow. I just left it on my tape because I was like, "That's actually a funny intro." Wow. Yeah. Willful. Wow. <laughs> Flagrant. <laughs> wordy. Flagrant All things wordy. used to describe race chasing. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you very much. And uh, uh, thank you for joining us for mm-hmm. this episode of Race Chaser Classic. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Justifications with Jiggly. That's right. <laughs> our spinoff. <laughs> Vertical. Um, and on Instagram. <laughs> and horizontal. You can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Do you want more of us? You can watch videos of us doing assorted things at Patreon.com slash Willem. Mm-hmm. These are fun videos. It's pay to play. So just choose a video you like and leave the coins on the dresser. And there is new stuff up right, right now. Oh, we're styling RuPaul's Party City wigs. Yeah, and, and they turn out really great. I mean, I, I could do a number in it. Yeah. For sure. So uh, just go to Patreon.com, and it's like a dollar. Boom, done. Race Chaser content can be found by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. Yes, Brilliant. and you can slide into our DMs anytime with scalding hot tea and explicit nudity. And email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Slash drag. And before we go, we have had a silent guest in our studio this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Willem's dad is here. Yay. Uh, well, this isn't the, the one, but <laughs> it's a joke. Do you want to say anything? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and with, and with what? Oh, are we allowed to be? I am. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and with that, we leave you until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>